Welcome, everybody. Alex Newman here, senior editor at the New American Magazine. Our guest today is Jake Lang. He is a 28-year-old political prisoner. He's been in a gulag in Washington, D.C. for over 1,000 days now. He's a victim of some of the most outrageous politicization that we have ever seen in our federal law enforcement, our courts, uh, intelligence, all due to the mostly peaceful protest on January 6th. Um, He's something of an extraordinary character. Even though he's incarcerated, he has now started his own TV network. It's called the Blessed News Network. I feel blessed that they uh, air one of my shows there. Uh, Excellent, excellent operation. He's got some superstars uh, who hosts shows there. He's also the founder of Liberty Centric. It's an online social media app. Uh, He does more for saving our country while behind bars than uh, you know, a thousand regular Americans put together. So it's a great honor to have him. Jake, uh, welcome to the program. And thank you so much for joining us, Jake Lang. Um, for the folks out there who aren't familiar with your story, let's just start with uh, how, did, how did you end up in a D.C. gulag and uh, what happened and what's going on? Hey, brother, thank you for having me on, Alex. God bless you. Um, and that introduction was way too kind. Uh, we're just doing everything that God puts in our heart to do to help restore America. Um, and I've been trying to do that. Uh, from inside a jail cell for about a thousand day, thousand and twenty days now, without a trial, mind you. Um, I have not been given the right to face my accusers, to stand uh, before a jury of my peers, to have a speedy trial. Um, pretty much, you know, any due process rights have all been obliterated. Constitutional rights are gone in Biden's tyrannical, dystopian nightmare that we're all living through. Um, I find myself here. Uh, 1,020 days after the greatest protest in American history, January 6th, brother. So what, is, what are they accusing you of doing, Jake? What did you allegedly do that justifies uh, multiple years of incarceration without trial? So, I mean, there's nothing that could ever justify that. I mean, we have rights even as prisoners, um, even as the accused. I'm not even a prisoner right now. I'm just an indefinite detainee with no trial date moving forward. Um, some of the egregious overreaching uh, accusations that they're alleging against me and many other January Sixers is a 20-year maximum felony charge called obstruction of Congress. They also charge Donald Trump with the same charge. It's a overly broad um, weaponization of our law code that Biden's DOJ has used to persecute thousands of American citizens. It's really just like kind of their bludgeoning tool to break apart families, um, you know, there's been 1,400 January Sixers that have been arrested so far, over 200 in prison right now. And most of us are in prison. Most of us are behind bars because of this uh, 20-year maximum felony charge that we've received. And it's basically right now being fought in the Supreme Court today, actually. Um, we should be hearing a government response to my motion. I put a uh, writ of seratori into the Supreme Court, the first Gen Sixer to push up their case to the, uh, the Supreme Court. And we should be hearing back from the government's response on that and then whether the Supreme Court picks up uh, my case or not. And so uh, that's one of the main blanket political charges they've used. They also have allegations of uh, entering and remaining in a restricted building. We all know Jan Sixers were invited in there. It's not a restricted building. It's the people's house. Um, they have allegations of assault charges on police officers. Um, but their video shows clearly the January Sixers were attacked first and we were put into a defensive position, um, basically trying to save our lives and the people's lives around us, which is mostly what I got caught up in on January 6th. Um, I've been credited with saving 
two men's lives on January 6th that have both sworn court sworn affidavits. Um, and one of them was, you know, pretty famously caught on video, the young black man, Philip Anderson, who was being trampled and beaten by the police and chemically attacked um, until he was unconscious, holding the hand of the woman who died, Roseanne Boylan. Um, as she died, he was inches away from death. I was graced by God to be at the right place at the right time and be able to help Philip. And, um, you know, this is, these are the circumstances and situations that lead to, you know, uh, basically having to defend yourself, your country, your fellow unarmed American citizens around you from further murder. And so, you know, I got tied up in a bunch of, uh, you know, basically an hour after that, a melee with the Capitol Police tyrants that were trying to kill more unarmed American citizens. And so I was defending those other people. And so, boom, three years later, I'm still in prison uh, without a trial. Amazing. And it's interesting, the 20 year felony maximum, uh, you, you got a socialist representative from New York, Jamal Bowman. Um, he got a thousand dollar fine. <laughs> Charges dropped in, in three months for pulling a fire alarm to obstruct Congress. Meanwhile, you got uh, January 6th political prisoners allegedly obstructing Congress and uh, yeah, indefinite detainment and uh, brutal, brutal treatment. Um, Jake, We've had a lot of new developments since you have been locked up. Uh, we know now, uh, for example, that the whole protest was crawling with federal agents. Uh, we know that there were Antifa agitators in the crowd. Uh, what do you think is going on here? What was the the deep state hoping to accomplish with this? And, and were they successful? Uh, I, I believe that they were successful in, in many ways. I mean, you know, I, I lean on the side. I try to give the, the, the January Sixers, the American, brave Americans that stood up that day, all the credit in the world saying that our founding fathers would have been there shoulder to shoulder with us. But there's a, and, and that is true, 1776 style standing up and making sure this country doesn't go, you know, down into a tyrannical nightmare is true. But then there's a deeper level, a deeper aspect, this hidden surreptitious action by the federal government using their CHSs, confidential human sources, to orchestrate and incite an already very pissed off crowd uh, into further action, into a dynamic conflict, so that they can use that uh, conflict as kind of like the Reichstag fire for going after all MAGA Americans, all patriots across, across the country for the next, you know, three years, four years, until they even do it to Donald Trump himself. So, I believe that they were successful because they have something now to paint all American citizens as domestic terrorists or insurrectionists or violent extremists that are willing to stand up against a stolen unconstitutional election. And so they were successful because they have their narrative now. They baked in their narrative and they constructed this, this I mean, reprehensible narrative that we're seeing real terrorists over in the Middle East doing what real terrorists do compared to everyday American red-blooded patriots who are standing up to defend the constitutional rights this country was founded on. The stark contrast couldn't be any different, but they're trying to paint us as dangerous as uh, Al-Qaeda and Hamas. Yeah, and unfortunately, they got plenty of help from rhino Republicans. Uh, omnibus bill uh, closing days of 2022 gave an extra $200 million to the DOJ to go terrorize more uh, mostly peaceful protesters from January 6th. It's just uh, truly amazing. Uh, hey, Jake, we're down to just a couple minutes left in this segment. Uh, in the next segment, I want to talk about solutions. But 
Uh, you know, we've heard a lot about a, a two-tiered justice system. Is that what we're dealing with? Is this persecution of Trump and J6ers and Trump's attorneys? Um, is this evidence of a two-tiered system of justice? Is that what we're seeing here? Yeah, I mean, the, the evidence going to be more clearly put in front of the American people's eyes. It's not just necessarily they're going after Trump and, and, and conservatives. It's, it's our value system they're trying to attack. They're trying to say anybody that aligns with family, Judeo-Christian values, you're put on now the, you know, the witching post here, and we're going to give you the scarlet letter and come after your jobs, your family, your, your ability to speak out in public, whatever it may be. And the most extreme level of that is being rounded up in the middle of the night like the January Sixers were and thrown into gulags for years without, um, you know, a trial. So you have many different levels of this persecution. I just happen to be at the most extreme end that they're trying to push all of this towards. But it goes, you know, as simple as from silencing somebody on social media to firing at their job because they don't have the woke values all the way to coercement and indefinite detainment and torture of, you know, American patriots like myself. So, yes, it is two-tier justice, and it's getting very extreme, the length that the DOJ, the corrupt DOJ, is willing to go to. Yeah, it is truly amazing. And you see leftists can invade state capitals at will. Pro-Hamas demonstrators can do an insurrection at the Capitol. Uh, Democrat congressmen can pull a fire alarm to obstruct Congress. Nothing happens. But, oh, boy, you better not protest a stolen election. You better not question the COVID injection on social media or they will find you and shut you down. Folks, stay with us. We're going to be right back after these quick messages with another segment with Jake Lang. The John Birch Society has been working tirelessly since 1958 to preserve freedom, safeguard the Constitution, and restore our God-given rights. We continually educate voters and lead the freedom movement. Join us as we work against a tyrannical one-world government. United as one, we can defeat this conspiracy against a free America. JBS founder Robert Welch said, education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Join us in restoring this great nation. Welcome back, Alex Newman here, senior editor at The New American. Our guest is Jake Lang, a political prisoner who's been languishing in a Washington DC gulag for over a thousand days with no trial over his alleged role in the mostly peaceful protest on January 6th. Um, Jake, thank you for staying with us for this uh, next segment. I know uh, it's difficult to do interviews while in a gulag, but uh, we, we really appreciate it. So in this next segment, I want to talk about, uh, you know, what is the appropriate way to respond to what we're facing as a nation? You mentioned some of the problem in the last segment from being censored to being fired, to being outright uh, incarcerated and, and even uh, brutalized in prisons. Uh, obviously, we're facing a full on assault against uh, traditional America. Um, you know, our, our, our founding principles, all of it is in the crosshairs right now. Uh, what do you think are, are a few things that Americans should be doing to respond to this? Oh, man, the list, the list is a laundry list, but it's good because we have priorities. Um, I mean, first of all, our spiritual health as Americans um, can never be understated how important it is. The power of prayer um, and the relationship we have with God through Jesus Christ is is clearly the rock that this country was founded on and that our families, our schools, our businesses, everything, if it's not firmly found, you know, has a firm foundation in Christ Jesus, then um, it's not going to, you know, stand the, the storm that's coming. Um, so that's first and foremost, I just encourage everybody to continue your walk in faith and open up your Bible and read today um, because there's nothing, I, I can tell you from being in a solitary confinement cell right now, there's nothing, nothing that will get you through um, the, the trials of life, the, the, the 
darkest days than the Word of God. So please um, pick up your Bible and, and, and find, find Jesus in your everyday life. Um, but there are, there are pragmatic solutions as well, too, to what we're dealing with as a country um, on the political sphere, not just in the spiritual warfare sphere. And right now we've been given the amazing opportunity, Alex, um, of having a new Speaker of the House, which brings some new fresh blood, um, some new commitments, some new promises that have been made that we need to hold, the American people need to hold our Congress members, our representatives, the closest body of politics that we have that will influence, that is influenced by our will as the American people to account for the January 6th uh, debacle here. And so I think that the number one thing the American people should be doing is on their representatives, calling, email, and texting them about a legitimate fact-finding January 6th select committee hearing, similar to the, the, the farce that they had uh, many months last year, but this time with real consequences. I want it to be consequential that when they dig down into the truth of January 6th, which we've done in our documentary, The Truth About January 6th, it's the number one viewed video ever on Rumble. It's on j6truth.org. You guys can watch that and get the real deal, you know, about what happened on January 6th. But when they break it down and they start to bring in Capitol Police whistleblowers and they start to bring in people, confidential human sources, FBI whistleblowers like Kyle Serafin and Stephen Prince, and they actually start to do a real committee hearing and they find out January 6th was orchestrated, it was entrapment, and that the January 6ers are not guilty of all of these allegations that the mainstream news media has spun a narrative around us, that there needs to be consequences for the DOJ. They need to be redlined in their budget. This omnibus bill you're talking about is the complete opposite direction that our Congress should be going right now. They should be redlining the budget of the FBI, the DOJ, the U.S. Marshals, the federal BOP, all these people until they release the political prisoners. That's the first step. So we need to be influencing our Congress members to start financially cutting the legs off this a beast that is destroying thousands of Americans' lives, including mine and my family's. Um, and then the second thing is the, the, the Congress needs to go after the judiciary branch of our government. They need to start holding inquiries, impeachments, disbarring these federal judges that are giving 22 years 17 years, 15 years, 11 years to January 6th patriots for not doing anything illegal. They need to be disbarred, removed from the bench. The prosecutors that are prosecuting these cases and overly charging the January 6ers need to be disbarred. They need to be removed from their office. These are public officials. They are accountable to the public, and they are destroying lives. They are acting as tyrants and they need to be removed from office. So the January 6th Select Committee, that needs a new one that needs to be formed, needs to have consequences behind it, financial and political consequences that actually change the landscape of what's happening to me and my brothers in prison right now. That's the solution. And so what are some concrete steps people can take, you think, Jake, to, to work on that? I mean, is it just call your congressman? Uh, what are some things that the folks out there listening uh, by radio or over the Internet can do to, to try to get Congress's attention and, and get these issues on the table, especially now that we have a supposedly new conservative speaker, uh, you know, he's promising a lot to the conservative wing of the Republican Party. What are some things that folks can do? Well, you know, I like to see a lot of local action and state level action, um, really, because you have so much more influence there than just, you know, obviously writing and calling your congressman, literally writing them a letter, literally picking up your phone and calling them once a week is great, your, your federal congressman. 
but let's go to the state and let's get some state senators and state congressmen to pass resolutions to bring up so that the whole entire state is behind these things. Pass some revolution, uh, resolutions that really bring it to the doorstep of Congress and say our entire state legislature is behind a January 6th new select committee, is behind censuring and impeaching and disbarring these federal judges, these prosecutors and stuff like that. So let get, get involved on your statewide level and your countywide level to start to organize there because you have so much more power and influence as an individual over your state and over your county so that you can start to bring together a group of people, signed petitions, signed resolutions, you know, legitimately passed in state legislatures to federal Congress and say, this is the will of the people in the state that you are the representative of these people. So you need to make moves based upon our will or you are going to be primaried, you're going to be removed from office. So people need to be tuned in to, to these matters and be willing to primary and remove from office these wavering, feckless rhino Republicans that are watching the January Sixers go down in, in this persecution and not stand, standing up or doing a single thing about it. Get involved, find out who the rhinos are, and get them out of office if they're not willing to make a move and pass the state resolutions and bring them to your federal you know, congressman representative and say, this is what we just passed. Do it in Congress, get it done in Congress, or you're out of office. That's basically it. Excellent words of wisdom there, Jake. So many people just, well, we got to elect a new president. We got to elect a new president. Well, we got Congress. We got the judiciary. We got our state governments. We got our local governments. We have lots of avenues here through which we can work to try to restore law and order, to try to restore a sense of justice in this country. Jake, we're down to just about three minutes left. Uh, as you know, uh, Donald Trump has promised pardons for all the J6ers. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Is that uh, is that something worth pursuing? I mean, assuming Trump gets elected again in 2024, uh, what do you think? Blanket pardons for all J6ers? I mean, yeah, let's go. Come on. I mean, that's that's a very hopeful avenue for me and all my Jan 6 brothers. You know, I try not to keep my hope in any one man in any political party in any election or primary. I keep my hope and my faith in God because guess what? Donald Trump's not in, inside this prison cell with me right now. Jesus Christ is living in here with me, and he's the one who keeps my faith alive, and he's the one who is the living hope of all eternity. So I keep my faith in God, and I know that God will carve a way out of this persecution for me and all my brothers one way or another, whether it be through Donald Trump or through another means. We just have to do everything. We can't just put all our eggs in one basket and think Trump's going to be the savior of the Jan Sixers. We have to do everything we can do today, right now, to help them. And so I have another call to action in the audience. We have a January 6th legal fund that we've set up that's helped out over 30 Jan Sixers, retain attorneys, go to trial, do the hard grinding work of fighting against this dystopian uh, DOJ. And so I ask all of the audience members if they could go make a contribution on j6legal.org uh, today. It goes so far. It helps us out so much. That's the January 6th legal fund. Make a contribution, please, guys, at j6legal.org. J6legal.org, folks, J6legal.org, if you want to help on the legal front. Jake, we're down to about one minute left. Um, what are some other places where people can go to get involved, to learn more? Uh, I know you're, you're doing so many things. I don't even know how you can do so many things. But what are some other places where people can find you, support uh, other J6 prisoners, and get involved? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, one of the best places is on Blessed News Network. 
which you're one of the awesome hosts of, 4.30 every day, uh, Monday through Friday, your show's on there, um, uh, Sentinel Report. And you guys can go to www.blessed.news to watch live on there. Um, you can also check out that website I told you earlier, j6truth.org. Um, which is kind of like the home base of the January 6th movement to watch the documentaries. There's links on j6truth.org to make donations to the January 6th legal fund, the commissary fund, which helps out all the Jan 6ers. So j6legal.org is an awesome place to go and staying up to date with all January 6th news and American news at Blessed News uh, Network at uh, www.blessed.news is another amazing place to go. And I appreciate all your time and your bravery, Alex, for being one of the few conservatives that's willing to talk about January 6th and bring a J6er on. God bless you, and I commend you for that. Thank you, Jake. Uh, folks, we're all out of time, but thank you for tuning in. That was Jake Lang from Federal Detention in Washington, D.C. I'm Alex Newman the New American Magazine. Thanks for listening. Till next time, God bless you all. Here's the news, Dad. Is it, son? Is it? What about this one, Dad? Nope. It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. There's just too much baloney out there. At the New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth. The truth is hard to find, but the New American has it. Check it out at thenewamerican.com.